For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 416. Oh boy. 416. Is it 416, Will? Lord of mercy. 417. That's 406. No, it's 400. Welcome to episode 417 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Oh boy, buddy. 417 episodes, huh? <laughs> yep. Uh, I remember when we did the Loch Ness monster. That felt like not not that many ago. The Loch Ness. Oh, the three fifty. I know. Oh, the three fifty. I know. They go by quick. They do <laughs> so quick. Um. So we've got a pretty interesting episode of Ahsoka to talk about. Right. Amazing. <clears throat> um. And. Something else crazy came out. Like, I woke up to weird Star Wars news today. Really? Yeah, it was kind of weird to watch sort of in real time. It's fascinating, but it is a heretofore sort of unknown Star Wars movie that was at least being written at some point, and it's it's not happening. Um, Well, that's sad. At least currently, but it's interesting to think about. It's like fascinating sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyways, we'll get to all of that before we jump into all that stuff. Uh, you know, go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest needs. All our social medias, the Twitch channel. I do it every week, you guys know. The Patreon, where I've been recording immediate reactions to Ahsoka and just babbling, Will. Just sounding like a madman. Like the, like the end of the shining or something. I don't know. Well, just I think it's valuable. All I mean, amped up on Star from Wars. a man with your knowledge oh, and your ability to communicate. Oh, your babbling, what you would consider babbling, is going to be very entertaining right, and informative for your average person. You. You're a good friend, but whatever. It's true about all that. Anyways, if the you only guys, man if you guys I ever met go, that knew more about Star Wars than I did, Thomas Burkhart. Um. 
If you guys want to check it out and you haven't already, patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast. That's a good sell for the Patreon. Oh, there have been, um, there is some, some episodes that have been recorded and put into the vault for the future. Um, for the Patreon, that's all I'll say. It's it's one that would normally be going on if the person involved wasn't affected by the strike situation. So not only should the fucking, they should get off their asses and make a deal, these fucking billionaires, right? Get yeah. these dudes paid so they can start making more Star Wars and we got extra Patreon content to release. That's just a small bonus. Obviously, you talk shit about billionaires all day, my man. Oh, these dudes, man, you can make a deal. They got it coming. They got it coming, bro. You they, make, they, you know, you they keep stuff. fucking us. Staying strong. I, so apparently, I don't know how it shook out, but apparently, there was there were some stories going around that made it seem pretty hopeful that I think at least the writer strike was coming close to maybe being. Oh, that's good. Agreed on. I haven't seen an update about it though. Um, people should be able to work in a career that you've been to school for, that your expertise is valued and you should be able to, to yeah. live, you know, live a, a living wage. You should be able to afford <laughs> yeah, a home man. and a car, but, and a, you know, if you're insurance. knocking out episodes of like of what I just got to watch with star Wars on a weekly right. basis or whatever it may be. You deserve, you deserve to be able like, to you should be, put your kids through college and go to the dentist and <laughs> yeah. you know, go to the grocery store and you see have a vacations. Lot of, you see a you lot know. of that same shit in video game development as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Like people that are, are putting in 80 hours a work week so you can play the new God of War or whatever the fuck. It's pretty brutal. I'm sure I sound like a broken record, but... Until the focus of mankind is not the benefit and betterment of itself and its people, as long as we worship profit, as long as profit is the most important thing, people are going to get crushed. You know, maximizing profit means, you know, minimizing benefits for the people that help you make them. And then what are we going to do when the aliens show up, Will? The fuck we going to do, huh? Uh, <laughs> who says they're not already here? If they are, listen, guys, I don't want like a spooky encounter, all right? If you guys are just out and about aliens listening. But if you wanted to leave a shiny new pair of robot pants on my front door, I'd be cool with it. I'll test that yeah. out for you. That would be neat. See me running in the New York Marathon. All fat with robot legs. Breathing all hard. Talking about <laughs> smiling ear to ear. So, okay. This morning I wake up and are you familiar with David Goyer? Will? Mm, He's a no. writer. So in the context of Star Wars, he wrote the Vader Immortal VR series. He's okay. also a screenwriter, right? Like he's written, he wrote Batman versus Superman, Superman versus Batman, whatever that was. Batman v Superman. The he, comic book? No. The movie. The movie. Yeah. He wrote okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say, okay. Okay. All right. I'm there. I'm with you. Uh, I have seen it. I have seen the old Zuckerberg lot. Lex Luthor. He's written a lot more than that. Let me pull him up. 
I should have done this beforehand, but I didn't. Ill-prepared as usual. All right, he did. Uh, hold up. He wrote Death Warrant. He wrote a Van Damme movie. He did. And it's a pretty good one, too. It's where Van Damme goes undercover in a prison and has to get, he gets in a martial arts fight with a serial killer, Will. Would you believe I've seen this movie? It's, I know the it's one good. you're talking about. It's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wrote Kickboxer 2, not a good movie. Demonic Toys Arcade, The Puppet Master, The Crow City of Angels, oof, the early, the early to mid 90s <laughs> for David Goyer were rough, bro. Dark City, Blade, Blade 2, Blade Trinity, Batman Begins, right? Jumper, The Dark Knight, Ghost Rider, <laughs> Spirit of Vengeance, oof. The Dark Knight Rises, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, the, the latest Terminator movie. Oof. Eesh. Look, my man does sci-fi, okay? Mm -hmm. My man does the sci-fi. Peace he's, and love to, to David. But anyway. That's his shtick. He's on a podcast with um, Josh Horowitz, I believe is his name. And he's talking about. He just drops, Will, that he he was basically writing two different Star Wars movies. One that was about the dawn of the Jedi, and he said it took place 25,000 years before the first Star Wars movie. Okay. Ooh, that's what I want. That's my shit Well, right you there. know that's supposedly what James Mangold is working on, right? Oh, really? Yeah. That's the supposed James Mangold movie. And then okay. he mentions that he was writing another movie that was going to be directed by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, wow. We have heard that. And so years ago, he was on the record, Guillermo del Toro, saying if he did a Star Wars movie, he'd want to do one about Jabba the Hutt, right? Oh, that'd be cool, like a Jabba the <laughs> Hutt story, a gangster story. Yeah. And Can you imagine so young Jabba being a good guy? Apparently... That's what they were writing. Like, that's what David Goyer was writing for him to direct. Because today, uh, Guillermo del Toro confirmed that the story was true, and he said he can't say much. But two of the letters in the title were J and BB. And then he was like, oh, I guess that's three letters. It's Jabba, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even I can see that. And I'm no cryptographer. Was a cryptographer. Yeah, right. Will was a cryptographer. Someone who specializes in deciphering codes and fuck yeah, and, I got it right then. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty interesting. Besides him saying, "Oh yeah, if I did a Star Wars movie, I'd want it to be about Jabba the Hutt." That's the only, as far as I can remember, even hint of anything like that going on. And then. He said, he even said, uh, David Goyer said that it was about three or four years ago that they were working on it. So that would probably be about 2019. And uh -huh. <laughs> the host asked me, he's like, well, what happened? Why didn't it become a thing? And he goes, there were some things going on at Lucasfilm. Oof. Oof. What was that? <laughs> Who knows, man? If depending on whether it was actually 2019 or 2018 listen if it was 2018 you're talking about the year of solo and when okay. they decided not to do character-based movies anymore right because okay. that's when the boba fett and the obi-wan movie things felt like that they weren't a thing anymore 
obviously yeah. we ended up getting <coughs> a version of those on Disney Plus though. Yeah, I'm glad we did. But you honestly, I think the Obi-Wan would have made a good movie. I think you could have Yeah. I mean, I'm glad we got some more so time with of some it. of those characters to, you know. I um Young Leia Reva Vader <coughs> and Kenobi. I, I I certainly think if you condense that story down into a movie format, I think it would have been a strong movie. I'm glad we got as much of it as we did though. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, more time with, yeah. with those characters. I'm I'm kind of a fan of that. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that's yeah, if okay. So if you start to put together all these supposed Star Wars movies that didn't happen, right? And then yeah. it comes out that there's there's two right there to add to the pile. How are the how many do we not know about yet? There's probably been some crazy shit pitched at Lucasfilm, right? Right. That we haven't heard about yet. That's true. And I wonder what they started working on before they were, you know, before they switched gears. Right. This mm-hmm. is clearly one of the things that they were. Yeah. And then it's weird because it already seems like they're going back to at least trying a character based movie if the Lando thing actually happens. Because you have to put an asterisk to er- uh, next to every in production Star Wars project, it seems like. Until they're actually filming that. And then even once they start filming it, you know, it gets a little dicey sometimes. Here's the thing. Unless you're already writing the next Star Wars trilogy, which you could be, could be in the works, could be a framework for that, whatever. Anything you do is going to be a single character driven. Okay, if you don't have a saga, yeah. if you don't have a three-movie cast of characters to grow already planned out, anything, the Ray movie will be just about Ray. I mean, there will be cameos and other characters, like, but... Uh, see, that one, I You know mean, what I mean? Like, I think that movie is, like, as crazy as it is, I mean, that is supposedly the very next one we're getting, right? Right. Um, if it's not going to have Finn or Poe... I think it will. It's like, going to just be a Ray joint, you know what I, I mean? Like... It is weird. It is weird to me to follow up episode nine with another movie that's not seemingly not going to be episode 10 unless they just fucking pull a fast one. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, it is. We're just going to take more time in between each movie, maybe. Uh You know, I don't know. I don't think that's what they're going to do. Maybe if we (coughs) ever get... um, if they ever do like an episode 10, 11, 12, like another trilogy, maybe they would set that further in the future of the timeline. And then you have like, because they love having a space you can fill in between. Look yeah. at all this shit we're getting in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. All kinds of crazy shit's been going on, man. Right. Um, what'd you think about Ahsoka? Oh, man. Good episode. I, it- there was so much going on and so much new to see in this episode. Um, I was surprised that it wasn't overwhelming. And I guess that speaks to the abilities of the people making the show and their ability to convey yeah, and it was a create lot of stories. But it was a lot of new stuff at once. Right? And it I don't, like. it wasn't an info dump. No. But the, the whole 
episode was full of brand new information. Yeah. And um, sort of like well paced the way it was all revealed. Exactly. Right? That's what I'm getting at is that it was some... incredibly well done with a lot of information conveyed yeah. in this episode. Um, a lot of, like we talked about in the past, a lot of storytelling without necessarily having to say anything. You know, plenty of dialogue, but a lot being conveyed without dialogue. In especially when it comes to the, um, the mount, some of those scenes with the mount, the oh dog horse, God, uh, which was a it's a good it's a good character. Whoever that had thing. that character design should be getting a bonus check because that was that's. Uh, so can I tell you one thing? I was little a little worried about right. So, you know, the first time you see one of those creatures, you see it's in like one of the panoramic shots and you see two wolves sort of howling, right? You don't see it. They're like sort of off in the distance. And when I saw them, I go, oh, shit, I hope that's not Loth wolves. Like, I think Loth wolves are cool, but why would would they be on the planet that as, you know what I mean? That'd be a little goofy. I'm glad that they were similar, but also very distinct. and. Yeah, there were some different kind of wolves from what I saw. I love that damn dog, dude. Oh, man. The minute, like, the minute it showed back up and was trying to get back in Sabine's good graces, I was like, I like this thing. Oh, boy. That's I like quality this thing. entertainment. Right yeah. There. Yeah. 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 And, like, oh, bonding. Really? They were bonding. And I like that she was mad. Um, I don't know if it's just I enjoy the Mandalorian so much. I see so much Mandalorian in Sabine's character. I don't know if that's on purpose. I don't know if I'm projecting that because it's very subtle. But her way with beasts, you know, her mm-hmm. flair for combat, her Dude, assertive, like... a kind of aggressive <laughs> attitude. Um, I love it. I, I really fucking like, love it. Yeah, like... Uh... You know, for a character that people are very attached to, understandably yeah. so, like people love that Rebels cast, right? And, right. you know, like most of them obviously got recast for the live action, right? That's a sensitive, like, I feel like that's one of those things you got to nail if you're going to recast and have someone different, which I'm all for. Like, I like the different approaches to it. And I think everybody that has been cast so far has done a really good job. Yeah. Like I know it's jumping ahead, but I thought the dude that played Ezra was really good. We didn't really get a ton good. of him, but I thought he was really good. No. As soon as he started speaking and delivering his line, like I was like, oh my God, like that's Ezra. That's yeah, brought I was up like, Ezra. Like it was so spot on. I don't know what it was it's about just, it. Uh, immediately because you know, like having especially with me having just finished rewatching all the rebels right before their show came out. Uh-huh. I was very interested to see how those characters would translate. Like, I'm, as a lot of people were, obviously, but I think they've done a really good job with it. Ezra was kind of the missing piece. Not the missing piece, but the the question left was how they're going to pull off Ezra. Because we've gotten a lot right. of Sabine. And, um, I'm super excited Ahsoka and curious and to Hera. see how powerful he is. You know, yeah. I don't know how his training has been carrying on in his solitude. I don't yeah. really know what he's been up to. Hey, but man. he's going to be have been up to something. I'm telling you, know. you, they are nailing costumes in this show. Ezra's new yeah, costume really is rad. 
And I'll be completely honest, you know, I thought the scene was a good scene as it in the first episode, I think, when Sabine watches the hologram of him, and it's before he left. And he's wearing, like, the orange and red jumpsuit from yep. Rebels. It was a little loud. So I was... Yeah. <laughs> if he had shown up in that, I'd be, oof, that's loud. How'd you keep that so bright? Living with these hermit... Hold up. Speaking of which, the hermit crabs, how's your hermit crab doing? Hermit crab update. I, good, I think. Good. I, you know, honestly, <laughs> it's been a couple days since I have checked up on old Sally. So okay. we may be teetering the line because right now it's Schrodinger's hermit crab. It oh, may or may not shit. be doing well. Bro. I think she's the probably The threads fine. of fate will decide. Yeah, right. We'll know in the morning. Um, love those dudes, too. The little hermit crab guys. Oh, so much personality. When yeah. that shit hit, when she started talking to this little fucking hermit crab in like little like spiffy hobbit clothes, and I was like, oh my god, this is so Star Wars. Like, well, it was Star Wars, it, and it, it also felt me. like it also felt like a little of like I can't. Who was that I was talking to? That oh shit, somebody was talking to mentioned that it felt like willow a little bit very fantastical yeah, yeah. or willow. And, and, yeah and, yeah i get it in yeah, my head, a fantasy aspect i was also say in my head i registered it as never ending story which is kind of my yes. internal pull for like a kids fantasy movie um, right it does it, to me narnia it's kind of got a narnia feel to it but, uh, like, yeah if narnia was a depleted ass wasteland with samurai right. raiders and crab people, crab the little people, crab, crab. People that's what I like was crab, thinking the whole time. Like I was thinking, crab, oh my god, people. crab people. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they did it. Um, I love that their rocks are their camouflage and uh -huh. they get by by hiding, bro. And I it's like that so kind of wholesome, mm -hmm. like it's so, yeah, because I, I don't mean, know, pure. Like, I liked it's because the by the way, not to like not talk about it the thrawn and bad guy stuff was equally really good but just in a different way and the you way know the only there's like ahead, this I'm super sorry. serious like dark side you know what there is power and then fucking thrawn talking about black magic and shit right talking yeah. about casting spells um, um this is the most fucking evil i have seen in a star wars maybe since moff gideon's evil shit but like before that like you know like, that's movie shit that's dude the lord palpatine okay you so know. obviously going in you knew the dude who did his voice like it's the same guy you knew he knew knows how to play throne but it oh my didn't god take away from the like the cool like actually seeing him in live action and his entrance is balling. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, the finishes on the trooper armor with like mm -hmm. the 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 goldish bronze alloy, whatever then, that is, and then the refitting of his star destroyer with yeah. that same alloy. So fucking cool, dude. So yeah. fucking cool. Um, okay. The uh, so and he. <laughs> Did a kick-ass job as Thrawn. Yeah. Spooky, evil as shit. Like, his delivery is amazing. I hate his hair. Bro, oh, I hate thank you. Yeah, his oh, hair. hair and a okay? head. Something and I don't, weird that, looks weird. It looks a little it's weird. It's helmety. It yeah. looks like All it hair is. and a can ass. 
Do you remember that episode of Aqua Teen where Carl had like the bolt on yeah, it's, hair? Like, it's the one it where he does like it looks like Colossus hair, kind of. You oh, know what I mean? Like yeah. metal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, th- that was to me definitely the first thing I thought I, when he showed. Well, I was like, this is cool because his the setup was cool. Um, them chanting Thrawn, which I yeah. was talking to King Tom right after watching the episode, and he was like, were they actually chanting or is that part of his theme, like the theme in the show? And so I went back and watched it in subcha- uh, subtitles, and it's those troopers chanting. Oh, my goodness. Um, and I'll say this. Enoch seems like a cool character. I don't – I am not 100% in love with the helmet design, personally. I like it. Uh, it sets him apart specifically from the rest yeah. of the core. Um it may foreshadow something we've already talked about. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Or if we want to put that in our back pocket. Yeah, I don't know. So one thing I did want your opinion on is, because this is maybe one of the more debated things I've seen about the episode so far, looking on social media and stuff is, do you think anything's going on with those stormtroopers? I didn't uh, until you raised the point that they could be black magic. They could yeah, be like, reanimated corpses. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I immediately kind of got that vibe, right? And it might be because they did some, like, zombie trooper EU novels. And, like, you know, there's a cover with, like, a zombie stormtrooper. And it kind of had a similar vibe. It didn't have the gold. Um I just think that's big balls. But also, so Thrawn shows up and he shows up with the fucking zombie army. Like that is big balls. Well, uh, but the other it will thing, be cool as shit if it is. I do think it's interesting that they are officially, thank you, subtitles known as night troopers. Yeah, that was the one of the nods you gave yeah. to me, and the fact that he mentioned specifically that you know our numbers have dwindled. Yeah, you know, so do you want to send two squads and you know more than that? And he was like, I, you know, the numbers have dwindled. I'm going to have to call on your magic again. You know, yeah, I, I didn't put that together until you brought it up. What the but hell is I did those catch. Boxes? Okay, I did catch this, and I brought yeah. it up to you. These boxes are coffin size, my man. Yeah. Yeah. These boxes that they are conveying are body size. So, and someone else, and think... Sabine maybe even mentions, or, or maybe Shin, but uh, this their readiness to get off this planet and back to the next galaxy. And that made me think, oh, they're carrying the other sisters. Maybe there's some sort of rule, kind of like Underworld, where there's only three awake at a time, and the rest are in some sort of or... crypt like or vampire just, suspended animation and they yeah, plan gonna, to reanimate them in the next galaxy. Maybe those, they are conveniently coffin sized conveniently. So, right. Then they're like, okay, well, and she, um, Morgan even says, I had a look at the catac- catacombs. You're pulling these yeah. boxes out of catacombs. She said three rotations. I've seen Indiana Jones three. I know about catacombs. There's dead folks down there and rats. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, 
They transferring dead folks to the new galaxy. I saw a lot of people kind of hating on that idea. I was like, damn, all right. Yeah, I saw a like lot I of said, people being like, I hope balls. it's not If we're fucking troopers. with zombies and like dead witches and shit. I, like, I mean, when I say zombies, I don't think it's going to be like Romero, Walking Dead, you know, eating eating people zombies as it's reanimated dead people. We're uh, kind of talking about maybe like when you slice into the trooper armor with a, a lightsaber like smoke, red smoke comes out or some shit and the armor collapses. Oof. Or green smoke, like happened to yeah, yeah. Oh, what's his nuts? Oh, oh, vapor boy. Oh, anxiety, oh. Darth anxiety. That's what that <laughs> caused me. Will anxiety. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I the Darth and Darth it, of your nightmares. <laughs> it feels um, weird in the best way, and you know, props to them also for. You know, doing the episode they did last week with Hayden Christensen dancing around in his Clone Wars outfit and fucking Captain Rex and Maul DeLoreans and all that shit, right? And then yeah. the next week, you're, I personally was just as sucked in because it was all cool new stuff. Like, mm-hmm. a small detail, that golden shuttle that mm-hmm. they take from the ship down to the planet, awesome, mm-hmm. awesome design. Yep. And the live action Nine Sisters were rad. Like they're doing a lot of really cool stuff. The um I I mentioned it when earlier when we were discussing, but something about the first couple minutes of this are very dune. And I guess yeah. that maybe goes back to our fantasy, like high fantasy. I've kind seen of a lot of people very compare dune, like the first couple minutes. Yeah, well, I've seen a lot of people compare the portrayal of the Night Witchers, Night Sisters to the what are the the space witches called in Dune? The Bene Gesserits or whatever? The Bene Gesserit. Yeah, I saw people making that well, comparison. I think that. I mean, if you know your Greek mythology, oh, like yeah. the three sisters of yeah. talking about the thread of fate and destiny and That's shit, right. that is, they are exactly from Greek mythology. These Dathomiria so, witches. I don't know if you know that or not. This is uh, this is that song by the sword Trey Brujas. Yes. Three witches up in here. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's really working for me. Like, it's really good. I, love, I don't have a I lot of criticism besides goofy I'm, little shit that at the end of the day doesn't matter. I do think I to say, hair, I, Jimmy I feel, Lee hairline looks a little goofy, but that's. I feel a little guilty about going hard on Thrawn's hair in a can, but, but like, like he was I, really good. Like when but, he starts yeah, to get mad, he's, he's like, he's, wait, so maybe Ahsoka isn't dead, huh? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, humana, humana, humana. <laughs> No. And I thought he was really good. I like a, not a detail I noticed on my first um, look, th- watch through. It might have been Josh Chapman I saw bringing it up. But if you look closely, Thrawn's uniform is not perfect. It's seen some wear and tear. Do like you it, know I was going to bring that up, but I didn't want to act like I was shitting. I was like, what's going no, on with the costuming here? Like, you would think there would be some more pizzazz in that no, white. Well, he's been stuck. Fucking. He's been and that's stuck what I was there thinking, for like, years, and he every day he washes pristine, keeps it as nice as he can. I like that he's, that, you know, it's not like he had a spare uniform. And you know, Or he got some he sort two. of fucking. Maybe he, you know, maybe he had two, right? The whales showed up. They took him to the perineum. Right, and he dookied himself on the way. He may have a closet full, but it's been years. It's been what twenty years? No, twenty years of no, not twenty. So, 
it's at least ten. It's he right like, before. What? Okay, so I hate doing this because I always get everything wrong, but I'm gonna try. They disappear right before A New Hope, right? And then, so then, three years after A New Hope is Empire, a year after that is Jedi. So that's four years. When does the Mandalorian start? Oh, fuck if I know. Like six Who or knows? seven years, I think after. Somewhere between four to seven years after. So yeah, closer to ten years, but not a full twenty. He just seemed like fifteen or sixteen when he left, and he's clearly like mid twenties. Um, got that beard rocking. Fuck yeah. So ten years, but like he's probably had to tailor his own suits, mm-hmm. and he's gotten to bleach them to keep them white. You got to use that space OxyClean. He doesn't have and, anybody. Um, he to may talk not have to. a tailor droid or anything. You know, Thrawn has nobody to talk to but the three. The fucking people. narcissist doesn't want anybody to talk to. Do you realize the second they got there, Thrawn is instantly like, "Oh, you brought a prisoner. Oh well." Let's not kill her. Let's use her. Oh, oh, you brought mercenaries? Let's leave their fucking asses behind. Like, you know, just evil as shit. Using people. Like, he doesn't want to talk to anybody. He's uh, no, He's like, I want to get the hell out of here. I've been hanging out with these three spooky ladies for almost ten years. When did yeah. the Mandalorian start? That's what Thrawn wants to know. When in the then timeline? I'm the, I'm the lord of a bunch of whale bones. Which yeah. Cool as shit, by the way. The yeah, fucking whale graveyard planet. Fucking yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, buddy, why don't we transition over to hearing from our friends? Because this is Let's just, do it. You know, they're going to have some crazy good shit to say. Let's listen to a mu- little music. I'll calm my ass down a little bit, and then we'll, we'll get going. Oh, boy. Well, that sucks. Oh. Sheesh, here we go, finally. Will, I'll pay you $10,000 oh, no, for yes. weekend and just take a year's worth of foot pics. Dude, easy money. That's easy money. I could, I would do that for no money. I would. I would still do it for no money. You do us royalty. King Tom, the king of all time. You Tom! Help me. Walter, it was Boba. I want you to be different. Don't tattoo your dick. Tattoo your dick. Big old kiss on the turkey neck. Also do a second book of Boba Fett, or not take him out of two of his own goddamn episodes. Easy money. Easy money. Easy money. Yeah, he went hard to tame. And you know what else? We don't build. Makes my week every time. You can hear hear Will smile over the air. He loves it. Oh so man, you have to surgically remove the smile from my face right, right now. Right, Joker. Damn. Um, so listen, 
And you can send in a voicemail or email if you want. Blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. We've got a few this week. So we're going to jump right gonna jump right in. This shit ain't nothing to me, man. Um, and then... <laughs> got him. Broward County Tic Tac. <laughs> Go up and see monkeys by the gallon. My tummy feel crazy. I farted and a poopy almost slipped out. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, we got a voicemail from the Immaculate himself, King Tom, the king of all Toms. He of the Lando Quatrain, Tom Chansky. Hey there, Haas and Will. I hope you guys are doing good. I originally had two questions, but I'm only going to ask one this week. Um, there were a few reasons that this week's epi- excellent episode of Ahsoka reminded me a lot of one of our other favorite shows. And, you know, whenever I think about this other favorite show, Haas, I got to talk to you. Uh-oh. It reminded me of, of Lost. Uh, you know, people stranded, faraway place, no way to get out. Um, but there's another thing between Ahsoka uh, and Star Wars uh, and, and Lost that, that reminds me of. And that is that uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn really reminds me at times of one of my favorite Lost characters, Ben. Uh, yeah, Ben is a villain for most of the show. He's an asshole, uh, but I, I just like him. And just like Thrawn, Ben is a planner. And, you know, Ben is most of the times up to no good. He has these huge plans, this strategy that usually works out. And the thing is, uh, I'm just going to get to it. Thrawn kind of disappointed me in this week's episode. Um because in both the EU books and the new canon books, and, and even in Rebels to a point, he was seen as an honorable villain, just like Ben was. Yes, Ben would lie, cheat, and steal, but at the same time, he did have a, a sense of, of honor. Um, and I'm thinking particularly of, uh, at the end of, I think it was season four, when Kimi had Ben uh, and... I think it was uh, Kate and Saeed and Sawyer rescued him. Uh, You know, he realized that Richard made an agreement to free Ben. And Ben decided to uphold that end of the bargain. Looking at Thrawn, you know, he he knows that Balin and, and Shin were part of the agreement to get him there. But unlike Ben and saying, okay, we'll uphold that end of the bargain, and it wasn't his bargain to make, but still... Uh, he's deciding to turn on them. And I don't know. I I feel like, and it could be something where maybe because he's with the Empire, he doesn't like Jedi no matter who, or you know, former Jedi no matter who they are. Um, well, he does like Anakin slash Darth Vader. But I still feel like that's a little bit against Thrawn's character. And am I the only one who feels that? Should I be disappointed in that? Or, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what Thrawn is doing with his army of the dead and everything and mm-hmm. i don't know maybe mm-hmm. you know he's been in this place for so long he just wants to get the hell out did you hear him? anyway uh thanks for listening thanks for the great podcast i'll talk to you guys later did you hear king tom oh, I heard it. Yeah. yeah he's uh the army of the dead king tom got that motherfucking dog in him well, he dropped that shit right on the floor what the dog doing <laughs> um so listen i don't think that is an unfair assessment to make right like i don't i didn't okay i'm but, gonna tell you this i haven't watched rebels recently right i don't 
I have no framework to consider Thrawn like some sort of noble bad guy. He, he um, definitely has. I those just thought vibes. he was evil. Like, right. He's definitely got those manipulative. He's like a master strategist, right? Like he is the guy, like Tom was saying, he's already got, always got some sort of plan. I think it's also just like, you know, it, feeling that there's some difference between live action Ahsoka and animated Ahsoka when we last saw her, saw her in Rebels. Like, shit has gone on. Like, this is Thrawn, like we were talking about, almost 10 years later since we last saw him. And he's yeah. been in this other fucked up galaxy, you know, like who knows? And he talks about his numbers have dwindled. That doesn't sound like things have been going too great for him, bro. Um, Imagine if this is an older galaxy, a galaxy that has existed longer than the, than the main star Wars galaxy. It is like on very possible. the other end of its bell curve population wise. Maybe there's not much of anybody in Ooh. this galaxy. Maybe ooh. like maybe population is super sparse right. just because this galaxy is old as shit and yeah, has run and its like, course. I think, you know, there's stuff. I believe it's even in the current canon where like ancient Sith civilization sort of destroyed planets, but not in the um, like, you know, Death Star or Starkiller base or whatever the fuck kind of way like withered them blinded yeah, basically them. sapped the life force out of them like fucking final fantasy 7 until they were just you know it was all used up and i kind of wonder if maybe that's what happened to this planet that i wonder on. what all those you know screaming sister statues are about and if that plays into it yeah and and i like also didn't really bring it up i think the raider armor design is awesome of course i would have yeah um, but I don't think it's like I was saying, I don't think that's an unfair assessment, especially when you talk about like they have seemed fairly careful about using Thrawn. And it's one of the things that seems maybe a more a little more thought out than usual. Right. And I don't know, man. He lets Sabine go. He doesn't immediately execute her. Oh, but he sends them immediately after her. Because right. he, what he's hoping is she can find Ezra and he and can take he them both can kill out. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, they they brought him back in Rebels and then there's been two Timothy Zahn trilogies and they always talk about like, oh, we talked with Timothy Zahn and brought him in on the process to make sure we're getting Thrawn right. So, you know, there's a couple more episodes. I have a feeling we're going to, figure out at least some of the fucked up shit that's been going on in this other galaxy since they've been there, right? They got to tell us a little about that. We also, I think, have to figure out what his plan is with the coffin boxes and all that. Because it's well, the second unless to last he can, episode. Unless he can acquire stormtroopers from somewhere, like, uh, you know, he I, needs the witches to keep his numbers flush. Yeah, You'd have to imagine he hopes just his presence showing back up in the galaxy would sort of unite the Imperial remnant factions. Cause we I'm know sure that's what he's hoping. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's hoping to go back in and take control of all that, but I don't know. Um, they won't be the crack troopers that he's been, you know. It would take some training to make another amazing army. Mm -hmm. 
What's he talking to Enoch about for 10 years, Will? Nothing. Nothing. Enoch don't have anything interesting to say. Get out of here. He's talking about how wonderful he Thrawn talks about how great he is. Yeah. About how, what he how he's gonna make he, you everyone know what, suffer for what they did to him. No, all he does is he. So the minute they show up up in the in the other galaxy, whatever happens, I'm assuming maybe the star destroyer crashes on that planet. Even who knows? Yeah. Right before yeah. it gets fixed up. Um, but he immediately starts making excuses and talking about how this was all part of his master plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> telling you guys, I'm a brilliant strategist. This is really going to pay off for us. How fortuitous that we crashed here, as I intended. And, and like he gets the call, beep, 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 beep. Uh, Morgan Elsbeth actually showed up. This is from one of those spooky witches. Morgan Elsbeth actually showed up. You should come see her. <laughs> you know? Precisely as I intended. And he's, he's like, oh, shit, I got to go oxy-clean the suit. Gets it pressed. He's popping. He puts his hair in the last half a can of hair, a can, hair in a can that he had, you know? He's like, I, mm -hmm. the first thing I'm doing when I get back to my home galaxy is I'm ordering a case of that hair in a can. We'll make it work for now. <laughs> he said, let me bolt this bad boy on. <laughs> 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 Used rivets and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. And, and they're all flying over there. And he's like, okay, guys, listen. When we get there, it would be awesome if you just guys started going, Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn. And they're all, like, messing up the, the tempo of it. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, that's Thrawn. Thrawn. <laughs> Stupid. It's intense. That scene's mm -hmm. intense. I bet it, it was cool to film. Oh, I'm sure. Um, okay. <laughs> this next one is from Neil. Play the drum solo of life, Neil. <laughs> What's up, Oz and Will? It's uh, Neil giving you a call from Chicago. Um, if you hear trucks and stuff in the background, I'm uh, walking on one of my breaks from work as I record this. So um, that's why. <laughs> but I uh, call it about episode six of uh, Ahsoka, Far, Far Away. Um, I really didn't think they were going to be able to top last week, but they did in my mind. Uh, this felt like a 40-minute movie. Um, this did not feel like an episode of a TV show. Um, I was really impressed with a number of things, um, but I know you're probably going to review all of them. And as, of, as last week proved, my mind is in a similar place to you with what I enjoy on these episodes. But um, a couple of things. Uh, the implication that Hu Yang is the one who is giving the calls for each of the numbered episodes uh, is really cool. It seems like it's this kind of standard version of how history is read back to people. Uh, and I really like that. That's really neat. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn's entrance uh, was one of the most iconic things Star Wars has done with a villain in a while. Um, it gives off this Roman Legion vibe uh, when it comes to how his troops look, but this organ music is playing in the background, and they're chanting his name like he's the champion. It's just really... I don't know how to describe it, but I really, really dug it. Um, overall, uh, creature design was also a really big highlight of this one. The anteater dog mount thing was super cute and he just wanted to be a good boy uh the little bug rock people were really neat and their village was cute 
I like that they relocate frequently with Ezra's help. That's pretty neat. Um, but the thing that I wanted to discuss is kind of like an overarching theme of the period of time between Return of the Jedi and the sequel trilogy um, is the fact that the remnants of the Empire are going to some pretty dark extremes um, to make their goals happen. Uh, we've got cloning, uh, we've got Dathomiri, you know, Night Sister Dark Magic being used. Um, you know, these troops have been through a lot that are under the control of Thrawn, and they seem pretty beat up. Um, you know, it seems like they have definitely been whittled down over time, and he admits as much when he's talking to Morgan Elsbeth. Um, but just a lot of, like, interesting places the story has gone um, that I really, you know, wouldn't have anticipated back in the day before Star Wars, but also appreciate that um, Star Wars trusts this audience to understand what's happening. If they're not afraid to kind of push the limits of what we're comfortable with as Star Wars fans right now, and I'm all here for it, new stuff, and... New territory is what makes this series interesting to me. So, again, hope you guys enjoyed it, and hope you have a good rest of your day. Talk to you later. Thanks, buddy. You know, uh, I also want to sort of give some props to, we kind of talked about it, but the you got kind of, it, these last two weeks, I'll get there eventually, you got sort <laughs> of two different approaches to things I like in Star Wars. Because I'm not someone who hates referential star wars it's it's a you know every case is different i don't love it every time right sometimes it like pone to boba and dr eva zen and rogue one still tweaks my nips a little bit you know i'm not a little bit I'm a little still bit. a little bit i'm like oh man really um anyways um but uh we got to see you know super sort of playing on nostalgia last week what what was cool about it though was you know you see a lot of original trilogy nostalgia understandably so right and i'm not even saying that's that's a bad thing but it was interesting to see clone wars nostalgia right because star wars has been yeah. around for so long you know there is a huge audience that loves that and and to see them get that moment that you get all the time with like original trilogy stuff was cool and then the next week you get a bunch of cool new stuff. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited to see how it plays out. Do you think we're going to end up seeing any other planets in this galaxy, Will? I don't I know. Don't think, I don't think we will. The only way that would happen is if they get left behind. Yeah. So I do think, personally, I do think it's going to end with... Um, Thrawn getting back to the normal Star Wars galaxy. I think that's how this season will end. I don't think they'll be successful in keeping them from getting there. Now, what you mentioned is interesting. Like, who does anybody get left behind? That could happen. Maybe everybody gets behind, and the power that Balin Skull is searching for somehow plays into them getting back. Maybe they got to ride the Purgles back. Bro. Oh, see, that's the thing. I got a bad feeling about those Purgles. Me too. Because he was like, if the Purgles show up, execute them with prejudice. 
Yeah, motherfuckers, don't you hurt those purgles, them big good I boys and, and ladies. They better not. I hope the purgles unveil fucking R two D two rocket boots and start destroying well, the destroying the ISI on or something. The thing that you fucking forget, and they forget, is that they're fucking space whales with tentacles, uh-huh. like and baleen, if and baleen, baleen and. And if you fuck with those guys, they will attach to your ship like a squid, like a giant colossal squid, and just kind of start picking it apart, peeling it like a tomato. <laughs> It'll cut a can and a cut, a, cut tomato. a tomato. It'll open a Star Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, the last time the fucking Chimera ran into a pack of Purgles, it didn't go so great for that ship. That's why Thrawn yeah, was like, right. it the minute those motherfuckers up show it. up, you better start unleashing That's hell right. on them wells. They got Baleen. Did, well, I didn't think about that, but like mm-hmm. <laughs> now Thrawn is like, fuck the Purgles. Fuck <laughs> that shit. He's like, I ain't Not changing these pants here. again, bro. <laughs> um, okay. Now we got a voicemail from Jacob. What is up? Haas and Will. Jacob here. And Haas, you're like, Jacob, do you listen to Tool? Well, leads me to a story. So, one time, when I was mowing the lawn, I, uh, you know, I uh, like to make my lawn mowing meditative. I call it lawn mowing meditation. And, uh, you know, I like to start on the outside of the lawn and I spiral inwards while I mow so that the very end, all that's remaining is the hardest part to conquer, myself. And with the hum of the lawnmower, it's kind of like a Buddhist monk. And this one time I was uh, listening to a little album you may know it, Lateralis. And let's just say the spiraling along with, you know, listening to themes of the Fibonacci sequence, the uh, golden spiral, the, uh, you know, math of the universe, of God, of basically everything. You could just say I had a, a little bit of a transcendental experience. So, yes, Haas. I do listen okay. to Tool. Hold on, Jacob, and, just one second. Know, I got to pause you just one second, buddy. I'm listening to Tool all wrong, Will. I'm so jealous. <laughs> all right, okay, here we go. So the idea of a singular point spiraling out as the creation of the universe and uh, trying to return to that singular point leads me to this episode of Ahsoka, where Balin, Skull, and Shin-Hati, the, uh, you know, wolves, Skull and Hati of Norse mythology, trying to stop the cycles of nature to bring about the end of the world, sounds sounds a little bit like Balin's plan here. He's trying to find the singular point, the emanation, perhaps, that which the force or the entire universe is somehow created. It could be there on Peridia. It could, you know, stem from some sort of artifact. Could it stem from inside of a 
being essentially a godlike being who freaking knows so we'll see where that plan goes and i love the introduction of uh, ezra Whew, you just feel you know kind of the joy coming off of him his excitement sabine that's why i don't know about you guys but i am not ready for next episode when our boy ezra gets his heart crushed because he's gonna find oh, out shit. from sabine that his yeah. sacrifice of you know the past 10 years of containing Thrawn in the separate galaxy is all for nothing, you know? Sabine basically she brought him you know, did away that with her choice. And so the interesting thing, do you think Ezra will be able to forgive Sabine? And do you think Ahsoka will be able to forgive Sabine? And do you got and do you guys think you'll be able to forgive Sabine for the actions that she has taken? So I will check you guys later. Peace out. May the force be with you. Spiral out, Jacob. So yeah, I know that. I um, mean, forgiveness of mistakes along the Padawan path is kind of the nature yeah. of the beast. For Listen, being a can I sub- forgive Sabine? She was forgiven immediately when it happened. Yeah, I was like, right. sucks, but I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not holding it right. I took it's Hu Yang's such... line about that's yeah. the only decision she could really make. And yeah. I agreed with that. You know? And listen, I think <clears throat> I, I I hope the scene of Ezra finding out is not like super brutal. I I think honestly they got two episodes left. They they'll address it. I think there will be a scene, but I think at the end of the day it's going to be like, well, now we need to see Ezra hero up and do some force shit, right? Like I think that's coming. We're going to see what Ezra's been up to. He's wearing chainmail for God's sakes. Yeah. He looks like a monk, like a D and D monk. It's awesome. What if he doesn't have a lightsaber and he's been fighting with the force like a monk? I kind of like wonder because I looked and obviously, you know, they wouldn't necessarily give this away. I didn't see a lightsaber. I did briefly wonder if he built a new one, you know, on this new planet. You'd have to have a kyber crystal. Yeah, but there's like it, that to me, that's an easy explanation. There's, you know, Dothamiri witch stuff going on like true. Maybe there's kyber crystals somewhere on that planet. Yeah. That's not a big yeah. thing for me, but it's. Um, I guess they also wouldn't have had to show it clipped to his belt. I, I kind of get the feeling that he might not have one, though. We'll see. What if he's the master, like the Aikido master of like Jedi force pushes and pulls? Like oh anytime God. someone comes at him, he just what like if, throws him out of the way. What if all his fight choreography is just um, shot for shot remakes of the fights from Bloodsport? But with oh. the fourth, bro, bro, I'd be talking about. You start calling me the rogue rebels. I'd be into that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really turned around on As that. far as the spiral stuff, the Fibonacci sequence, oh boy. it's fascinating. The Fibonacci spiral is fascinating. It's yes. like uh, containing the golden ratio, how many times you find that in nature. The fact that our galaxy is a spiral. The fact that DNA is a spiral, double helix. The fact that we are currently traveling through space in a spiral, you know. Incredible. Pretty incredible. You're trying to give me an existential panic attack here at the end of the show. I, I the simulation I... we exist in has patterns. Um, 
you know that gif of the lady doing the equations like she's looking around and you see all the math equations yeah, yeah. that was me except it was all like simple math shit and i was getting all the questions wrong like that's what <laughs> i was stuck in for a second i like plus. the idea of him doing the yard in a giant spiral while listening to the fucking laterals i love that he said he had a transcendental moment yeah man lucky Sheesh. um that ego death yeah man if what balen and shin are looking for turns out to be some light at the heart of the island ass lost shit that's what out. i feel like that's watch the feeling out I get. bro watch out yeah he's talking about he's talking about fairy tales the beginning yeah something more powerful what than if the witches and theron what if they uh, let gonna me be ask some something. old man in a rocking chair shit what you know, if that's the not planet. gonna understand it What's what if that's the planet that the supposed James Mangold movie takes place on, and we see it before it was all a wasteland, twenty five thousand oh, cool. years in the past. The Jedi rise up there. Maybe they, maybe they are in sort of primitive, primitive, primitive Jedi form against like a primitive version of the Dothamiri witches on that planet, and maybe uh -huh. that's the conflict that's going on. Maybe the inside of Peridia is like a hollow earth. Oh my and like lord. The wills live in there. And it's like they are the being that is the well source. Dude, if the wills showed up, the only way I want to see the wills live action is if they all are will witten. <laughs> like, I want you to have kept that secret from me that you flew to California and they just had you film a bunch of spooky ghost stuff going like, Ooh, the four cosmic force and, <laughs> and fucking Ahsoka's like, it's the goddamn wills. And it's a bunch of aggressively tossed aside. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Mia. to toss the crew. <laughs> Dude, that's the wills I want to see. <laughs> it would be the last moment I see because my head would explode like scanners. That would be the last before the somebody turns off the fucking power source to my brain CPU. That's the last thing I'd see is Will floating around being the Wills. He's in all kinds of snazzy Wills outfits. Whatever they what are, if, I'm not a costumer. What if it's like the Force Holy Grail or like the Force <sighs> Ark of the Covenant or some shit? Yeah, it could be some kind of relic. You know I love a magic relic, Will. Yeah. What if it's a magic relic? I don't know. Whew. A force relic. We haven't really ever seen anything like that. I it mean, kinda, holocrons are holocrons, basically force relics. Vader's helmet in the is sequel it? trilogy. Is it? It has a power. Well, yeah. He, he is convinced that he talked to that motherfucker. Remember, he's like, "Show me." Yeah, but that's trickery. Like it does. Yeah, it doesn't but, actually talk. But it was to him. viewed as a relic. That motherfucker kept it on a. In I mean, a kitty yeah, litter he, box, bro. Yeah, he had a special kitty littered fucking He venerated it. Display case. I remember seeing that movie and be like, what is that that he put it in? And I was like, ooh. And and like they eventually, I guess, said it's 
the ashes of the enemies he killed or something. It'd have been way cooler if it was That's... Darth Vader's ashes off Endor. He was already there getting the helmet, yeah. scooping a handful of ashes in the helmet. Yeah. The ashes of his enemies is a little too... It's very Kylo um, Ren, to be honest. I, I, I hear that and I go, that makes sense. He's real angry. That boy real angry. Um, Ugh. Yish. All right. We got one more. And this is from... Utah! 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 Dougie. Dougie. How's Will? This is Dougie. Just calling in to leave a voicemail. I loved that new episode we got of Ahsoka. I'm curious to want know what that um, power that Balin keeps referring to, um, What what's going on there, and then... Um, I really liked Thrawn getting everybody together and how the stuff is all patched up, but he's he's just great. And Ezra's great. The, the dog, wolf dog that Sabine rode on is just great. But if Ahsoka were to get there and need backup and able to call across time and space or whatever, like the Night Sisters were able to do, um, I've got four choices for you. Some what-ifs. I don't expect any of this to happen, but just for fun, specu- speculation. Um, here are your choices. Choice A. This man produced. Listen, beats by Dougie, Will. Okay, okay. Now here comes choice B. Oh, God. Oh, Lord of mercy, the song. This is my favorite piece of Star Wars music. It's mine, too. Nine times out of ten, it'll make me a little misty-eyed. All right. Here comes if, yeah. choice C. It'll make the hair on the back uh-huh. of my neck stand here. Joe Gauza? All righty. Joe Yalza. Final choice. Nice choice C. Oh, come on. Dougie. Douglas. Utah Dougie Doug. Dougie Fresh. Doug. Nintendo. Or Nintendo. Nickelodeon Doug. All right. So one of the above choices will tip the scales. Oh, my Lord. And um, like I said, it's just for fun. But uh, how's it going to work out? What What is all that going to entail? All the good cock duty with every one of those. Okay. Mm, okay. Love the co- podcast. See you later. <laughs> if, if they had to have a last moment, someone calls for backup. Or we could even approach it with if any of these characters showed up in the show. Listen, I think the band from Return of the Jedi showing up with Joe Yauza from the special edition showing up is hilarious. But, you know, for the meme of it all. Because you know the minute that dude showed up, he'd let out a big, and the fucking camera would go right. You'd see his uvula or whatever that fucking shit is. His uvula, uvula, 
you know, you know the thing, the dangly bit. Mm-hmm. You see you that? Said it right, uvula. Yeah. yeah, I got it. Got it. Um, um, I I want Thrawn to make it back to the new galaxy, but uh, and then Ahsoka and Sabine are there, but Anakin has sent Luke uh, oh, to shit. help fight. See, this is the thing. They've given us Luke twice. It is assured to happen again. Luke is going yep. to show back up in one of these shows, right? He's kind of got Honestly, to. I'm almost shocked and surprised that it didn't happen in Mandalorian Season 3 or in this. <clears throat> um, yet, it doesn't seem likely, you know, but, you know, stranger, stranger shit has happened. I did um, not expect him to show the fuck up when he did. Uh, the first time the I did in, in Book of Boba Fett, it just felt like a weird fucking PTSD dream. Cause it, I still think the episode was pretty good, but at what cost, you know, um, he's we going to show too busy up. asking if we could, we weren't <laughs> asking if we should. I, uh, I don't know when he's going to show back up. Would it be in a hypothetical second season of Ahsoka? Or will um, it be in the Avengers level? That's at the very least, Luke will show up in some way in the Dave Filoni big. And I think, you know, I think the honestly, the best it's, chance I might have at seeing Boba Fett again is hoping he's got a decent role in that movie. Is but that Thrawn? Is yeah. he? Yeah. You think he's the big bad mm-hmm. for that event? Yeah. I think so. Okay. All right. I think it'll be the big final battle with Thrawn and maybe the rest of those Imperial remnants, except for Brindle Hux, obviously. He fucks off to somewhere else. Raises <laughs> the unknown regions. Kid. Yeah. Starts hanging out with a creepy fucking Snoke boy. Snoke boy. Um, do you think Han Solo? General Solo you want to show know, up. Or I General was... Leia. Oof. Mama Mia will. Leia's huh. tough, right? Yeah. Now, obviously, if they were going to do that... I don't think they will. I don't, I don't think they'll do Leia. I just I think... No, man. It makes... I think it was honest. so sad. Yeah. I don't think anybody really wants to. I mean, you know, if they did, the one thing you know is they would certainly work with her daughter, Billy right. Lord, and, um, you know, it would They'd be, have her stand in and yeah, wear it, it would be with their full blessing and stuff. I don't know, man. It, I'm, she might be the easiest, right? Because Harrison Ford ain't fucking doing shit. And Mark know, will, man. but his body doubles damn near. I mean, I love when Mark is there mm. doing the shit, but like, he does it all. I know, like I, love I think it, that they're CGI and the stand-in, not oh, Mark yeah. necessarily. Oh yeah, yeah, they shoot it twice, right? Um, for sure. But I, I, I just like that he's involved. Um, I love that too, and I like that the stand-in gets to see how Mark would act uh, that shit out. If I'm a hundred percent honest with you, William Witten, William D. Witten, I yeah. was a hundred percent convinced that de-aged Han Solo was going to show up in the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, you not were. Because, I remember that. Not because of any prior knowledge or anything. I just, after they did Luke in Mandalorian Season 2, yeah. I was like, well, anything's on the fucking table at this point. I just saw the fucking computer Luke show up and blow my mind. Made me They'll probably weep. 
till Harrison passes, so they don't have to pay him. Um, I, I'm less okay with that. <laughs> I'm much less okay with that. If they want to do it, I I think they should do it with hey, Harrison. There's no ne- nothing saying he wouldn't necessarily be against it. He came back for episode nine. Like I don't think they're gonna do mm-hmm. anything major with Han Solo. But would he yeah. come back for a, a big surprise cameo scene? Maybe. In the movie, maybe. I think it's at least possible. Like I love that they I loved that they uh referenced, you know, Senator Organa in yeah. the last episode. Like I thought that was really well done. But I wonder if he's not a general anymore. You know, since the rebellion has been disbanded, I, maybe he went total civilian. You mean Luke? No, Han Solo. Han Solo. Um, you know, I don't really know people what you know, people know. know. Is is this? There's a book, I am sure. There. So at some point, he starts like. I think he starts like professionally racing spaceships, and then training other people to race spaceships. But that may be closer to force awakens but yeah, yeah. he's up to he's that's up very to cowboy story. bebop yeah i think that's the story maybe i'm wrong but i feel like that was something he was up to before young the kylo ren's movie. like dad never spends time with me he's, he's always, always fucking with his classic cars working on his speed racer starships talking about the khaleesi and the crimson dawn i wish i knew the knew the force well, we'll send you to your Uncle Luke's private school. Thanks. You know, he almost beat my ass. I woke up in the middle of the night. He had the belt raised. Right <laughs> oh, <shit>. He <laughs> said, I blew that. I blew that hut up and I got Snoke on the phone. I said, Snoke, you'll never believe. And he said, what happened? And I said, I woke up and my Uncle Luke, maybe he smelled a little bit like he had six to seven Coronas. I don't know, man. He, you know. And fucking, he was standing over me with a little lightsaber. Standing over me with a katana crying. He's like, oh, that sucks. That sucks. I told you. That's what Snoke said. He said, I told you. What have I been telling you? He's like, you're right. Anything else happened? Snoke's like, you know, needling him for information. So what what else happened? Oh, I don't know. A bolt of lightning came down from the sky and it, it blew up the Jedi Temple. I believe it killed everybody else, but... Maybe some of my classmates who might be chasing me for the next three to four issues of a comic oh series. Goodness. I was thinking this happened earlier. As PCS, <laughs> Snoke's like, you know what's going on? What you do? Yeah. I don't know. What should I do? He's like, burn it all down and kill everyone. Just kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. it feels, based on the fact that we have two episodes left, it feels like there kind of needs to be at least one more season of Ahsoka. Oh, right. Of course. Are right. you kidding me? At least one. <clears throat> I, I don't even want to look up the supposed release date for the Dave Filoni Star Wars movie. Right? Because it's got I a tentative. <laughs> I don't want to because I, it's just why at this point. Why we're, even bother looking We're talking it up? probably 10 years from now. No, no. It's like, uh, it might be in 2027. So damn, it, half, ten, half a 10 year. Fuck. Will I even be around to see this shit, Will? I'm just saying with the writer strike going on, it gets pushed back a year. That's true. Every time. No, every I mean, you're not wrong. This doesn't get resolved. You're not wrong. A lot of stuff's already been delayed. <clears throat> Dune and stuff. 
Um, so, you know, it's hard to say how that's going to shape. It's always something, always something. They can always be like, oh, so damn sorry, the strikes. Damn sorry, COVID. Damn sorry, the end of Game of Thrones sucked. You know, whatever it may be. <laughs> get rid of somebody. Fuck. They got to get them movies going. Um, I don't even know how we got here. You want to call it for the evening, buddy? <laughs> we can. Cool. I've been, yeah, it's cool. I was, so much crazy episode to discuss. I it know, it took us in a lot of different directions. Got me, got me, got me, I'm loving it. I think you know what I, I mean? Like, you know what I happened? I think I got so excited talking about this Ahsoka episode that I got myself too hyped up and made myself sort of anxious. I think oh I got boy. so hyped up about You're Star Wars. You're anxious like, about the second season of Ahsoka already? I'm, no, I'm anxious. Well, bro, because listen, we ain't getting another season of Book of Boba Fett. There, it's just not happening. Really? That's just not because they would have totally been like, "Yeah, we're gonna do one," but you know, there's some shit going on. By now, it's been almost it's closing in on two years since that show aired. They would have announced the second season by then. That means he's definitely gonna show up in the big event, and he'll definitely he'll show probably, up in the Mandalorian. He'll probably probably fucking die in the opening scene. We're talking about no. how Carson Teva is the Phil Coulson. You know, the guy that's got to die to bring the, the character together, right? Agent Coulson from Avengers. They're going to turn that into Boba Fett. Oh, my God. Oh, they'll kill him in no. the opening scene. And no, I'm telling you. I'll have Omega this fucking, takes the armor. <laughs> I'll have this fucking You cannot kill flashback. Boba Fett before you bring in Omega. I'm going to have this flashback to me talking for years about, like, I don't know, man, this Dave Filoni episode pretty good. <laughs> and then he does that. Yeah, there ain't a second season of Book of Boba Fett coming. He might show up in Mandalorian. He might, I think, at the very least. Like I was saying earlier, he'll be in the movie to some degree. Um, but we'll see. We're going to talk about something else next week. Another episode. Oh, leave us a review, please, on iTunes. Uh, if you like our theme song, please, please be sure to... Check out the band that provided it. They're Stoned Cobra. You can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonecobra.bandcamp.com. Um, check out the High Potion podcast with me and Steve talking about video games. It's a good time. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Let's hope uh, some crazy I don't know, man. Fuck me, I guess. We'll see you guys next week. This has been Blue Harvest. I'm Hulkberg. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.